Chapter Twenty One of The King of Elfland's Daughter by Lord Dunsany. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Twenty One On the Verge of Earth. And on that day Orion rested his hounds. But the next day he rose early and went to his kennels and loosened the joyous hounds in the shining morning and led them out of the valley and over the downs towards the frontier of twilight again and he took his bow with him no more but only his sword and his whip for he had come to love the joy of his fifteen hounds when they hunted the one-horned monster and felt that he shared the joy of every hound while to shoot one with an arrow would be but a single joy all day he went over the fields greeting some farmer here and there a worker in the field and gaining greetings in return and good wishes for sport but when evening came and he was near the frontier fewer and fewer greeted him as he passed for he was manifestly travelling where none went whence even their thoughts held back so he went lonely yet cheered by his eager thoughts and happy in the comradeship of his hounds and both his thoughts and his hounds were all for the chase and so he came to the barrier of twilight again where the hedges ran down to it from the fields of men and turned strange and dim in the glow that is not of our earth and disappeared in the twilight he stood with his hounds close in against one of these hedges just where it touched the barrier the light just there on the hedge if like anything of our earth was like the misty dimness that flashes upon a hedge seen only across one field when touched by the rainbow in the sky the rainbow is clear but close across one wide field the rainbow's end scarcely shows yet a heavenly strangeness has touched and altered the hedge in some such light as that glowed the last of the hawthorns that grew in the fields of men and just beyond it like a liquid opal all full of wandering lights lay the barrier through which no man can see and no sound come but the sound of the elfin horns and only that to the ears of very few the horns were blowing now piercing that barrier of dim light and silence with the magical resonance of their silver note that seemed to beat past all things intervening to come to orion's ear as the sunlight beats through ether to illumine the veils of the moon the horns died down and nothing whispered from elfland and all the sounds thenceforth were the sounds of an earthly evening even these grew few and still no unicorns came a dog barked far away a cart the sole sound on an empty road went homeward wearily someone spoke in a lane and then left the silence unbroken for words seemed to offend the hush that was over all the fields and in the hush orion gazed at the frontier watching for the unicorns that never came expecting each moment to see one step through the twilight but he had done unwisely in coming to the same spot at which he had found the five unicorns only two days before for of all creatures the unicorns are the wariest guarding their beauty from the eye of man with never-ceasing watchfulness dwelling all day beyond the fields we know and only entering them rarely at evening when all is still and with the utmost vigilance and venturing even then scarcely beyond the edges 
to come on such animals twice at the same spot within two days with hounds after hunting and killing one of them was more unlikely than orion thought but his heart was full of the triumph of his hunt and the scene of it lured him back to it in the way that such scenes have and now he gazed at the frontier waiting for one of these great creatures to come proudly through a great tangible shape out of the dim opalescence and no unicorn came and standing gazing there so long that curious boundary began to lure him till his thoughts went roaming with its wandering lights and he desired the peaks of elfland and well they knew that lure who dwelt on those farms lying all along the edges of the fields we know and wisely kept their eyes turned ever away from that wonder that lay with its marvel of colours so near to the backs of their houses for there was a beauty in it such as is not in all our fields and it is told those farmers in youth how if they gaze upon those wandering lights there will remain no joy for them in the goodly fields the fine brown furrows or the waves of wheat or in any things of ours but their hearts will be far from here with elfin things yearning always for unknown mountains and for folk not blessed by the friar and standing now while our earthly evening waned upon the very edge of that magical twilight the things of earth rushed swiftly from orion's remembrance and suddenly all his care was for elfin things of all the folk that trod the paths of men he remembered only his mother and suddenly knew as though the twilight had told him that she was enchanted and he of a magical line and none had told him this but he knew it now for years he had wandered through many an evening and guessed where his mother was gone he had guessed in lonely silence none knew what the child was guessing and now an answer seemed to hang in the air it seemed as though she were only a little way off across the enchanted twilight that divided those farms from elfland he moved three steps and came to the frontier itself his foot was the furthest that stood in the fields we know against his face the frontier lay like a mist in which all the colours of pearls were dancing gravely a hound stirred as he moved the pack turned their heads and eyed him he stood and they rested again he tried to see through the barrier but saw nothing but wandering lights that were made by the massing of twilights from the ending of thousands of days which had been preserved by magic to build that barrier there then he called to his mother across that mighty gap those few preserved by magic to build that barrier there then he upon one side earth and the haunts of men and the time that we measure by minutes and hours and years and upon the other elfland and another way of time he called to her twice and listened and called again and never a cry or a whisper came out of elfland he felt then the magnitude of the gulf that divided him from her and knew it to be vast and dark and strong like the gulfs that set apart our times from a bygone day or that stand between daily life and the things of dream or between folk tilling the earth and the heroes of song or between those living yet and those they mourn and the barrier twinkled and sparkled as though so airy a thing never divided lost years from the fleeing hour called now 
he stood there with the cries of earth faint in the late evening behind him and the mellow glow of the soft earthly twilight and before him close to his face the utter silence of elfland and the barrier that made that silence gleaming with its strange beauty and now he thought no more of earthly things but only gazed into the wall of twilight as prophets tampering with forbidden lore gaze into cloudy crystals and to all that was elvish in orion's blood to all that he had of magic from his mother the little lights of the twilight builded boundary lured and tempted and beckoned he thought of his mother dwelling in lonely ease beyond the rage of time he thought of the glories of elfland dimly known by magical memories that he had had from his mother the little cries of the earthly evening behind him he heeded no more nor heard and with all these little cries were lost to him also the ways and the needs of men the things they plan the things they toil for and hope for and all the little things their patience achieves in the new knowledge that had come to him beside this glittering boundary that he was of magical blood he desired at once to cast off his allegiance to time and to leave the lands that lay under time's dominion and were ever scourged by his tyranny to leave them with no more than five short paces and to enter the ageless land where his mother sat with her father while he reigned on his misty throne in that hall of bewildering beauty at which only song has guessed no more was earl his home no more were the ways of man his ways their fields to his feet no more but the peaks of elfin mountains were to him now what welcoming eaves of straw are to earthly laborers at evening the fabulous the unearthly were to orion home thus had that barrier of twilight too long seen enchanted him so much more magical was it than any earthly evening and there are those that might have gazed long at it and even yet turned away but not easily orion for though magic has power to charm worldly things they respond to enchantment heavily and slowly while all that was magic in orion's blood flashed answer to the magic that shone in the rampart of elfland it was made of the rarest lights that wander in air and the fairest flashes of sunlight that astonish our fields through storm and the mists of little streams and the glow of flowers in moonlight and all the ends of our rainbows with all their magic and beauty and scraps of the gloaming of evenings long treasured in aged minds into this enchantment he stepped to have done with mundane things but as his foot touched the twilight a hound that had sat behind him under the hedge held back from the chase so long stretched its body a little and uttered one of those low cries of impatience that among the ways of man most nearly resembles a yawn and old habit at that sound made orion turn his head and he saw the hound and went up to him for a moment and patted him and would have said farewell but all the hounds were around him then nosing his hands and looking up at his face and standing there amongst his eager hounds orion who but a moment before was dreaming of fabulous things with thoughts that floated over the magical lands and scaled the enchanted peaks of the elfin mountains was suddenly at the call of his earthly lineage 
it was not that he cared more to hunt than to be with his mother beyond the fret of time in the lands of her father lovelier than anything song hath said it was not that he loved his hounds so much that he could not leave them but his fathers had followed the chase age after age as his mother's line had timelessly followed magic and the call towards magic was strong while he looked on magical things and the old earthly line was as strong to beckon him to the chase the beautiful boundary of twilight had drawn his desires towards elfland next moment his hounds had turned him another way it is hard for any of us to avoid the grip of external things for some moments orion stood thinking among his hounds trying to decide which way to turn trying to weigh the easy lazy ages that hung over untroubled lawns and the listless glories of elfland with the good brown plough and the pasture and the little hedges of earth but the hounds were around him nosing crying looking into his eyes speaking to him if tails and paws and large brown eyes can speak saying away away to think amongst all that tumult was impossible he could not decide and the hounds had it their way and he and they went together home over the fields we know End of chapter twenty one on the verge of earth